The Department of Institutional Memory and the Radio Check podcast presents episode 20, the season one finale entitled The Moop Chaser Memorial Series, Unsung Ranger Heroes. Welcome to this season one finale of Radio Check. I am Splinter and I will be your host for today. I'll also be telling you a story that I think needs to be known about a ranger for a lot of reasons. And like a good Black Rock Ranger trainer should, I'm going to model my delivery so that you can get an idea of the kind of story that we would like to hear from you. Because this podcast is a call to action. Or as the meeting man community likes to call it, an action item. And magically, this one is assigned to every ranger. No kidding. No one is immune from this one. If you have never been to Meeting Man or have been to meetings and never had an action item assigned to you, welcome to the club. Now all the listeners of Radio Check can say that they've been to Meeting Man and gotten an action item, and they've had to complete it. Lately, you may have noticed that members of both the Department of Institutional Memory and the Black Rock Ranger Communications team have been reaching out and interviewing rangers past and present, as well as asking for rangers to submit and share stories about your ranger experience. This is a noble ask and a difficult delivery. Coming up with questions and organizing interviews and editing out a thousand likes, um, and you knows from Radio Check Podcasts is a labor of love and Dim does it willingly and happily. But we have a focus to capture the oldest bits of Ranger history before they're forgotten. Though newer Rangers might not have that kind of knowledge, y'all certainly have had time to acquire a good Ranger story or two. And that y'all was for Cathosaurus. We think of the podcast as genetically linked to burn barrel conversations. However, as I've shown to the rest of the DIM Radio Check crew, burn barrels are not conducive to recording conversations, hence the podcast interviews. The other option to capture your stories is to sit down and compose it with paper and pen. Okay, maybe not paper and pen. I mean at a keyboard and submitting it. This is in and of itself a daunting task. Writing is hard, just as anyone who's tried to write a book or a thesis or a paper or a love note, a packing list, or even a set of to-dos can attest to. It can turn that I really want to tell this story feeling into, mm, I'll just save it for the next time I'm around a burn barrel. No matter what you think of it, we're living through 2020, people, and most of us are taking a year off from burn barreling together. And if you're lucky enough to be around a burn barrel, please social distance yourself and use a cotton face mask. Plastics can melt. So while we're heading into what would normally be the crunch season of the burn, it is time to tell the stories of the amazing, weird, one-off, save the existence of the planet. Sierra really would have been frank if this ranger hadn't been there randomly to do blank and totally save the day. Or maybe a ranger just made someone laugh in the weirdest of ways. Or sat with someone who was crying for hours, who finally stopped crying and just got up and walked away, and the ranger did too. That is because if you've seen or participated in one of those moments, and the people who actually did the amazing rangering are really good rangers, the events are often followed by a walk out of frame and it's not about me mentality without demanding that the happenings be retold like a victorious battle story from a banquet in Valhalla. We know you have the stories. We want to hear about things that you did, that you didn't feel like you could tell anyone at that time, but now's the time mainly because you're an awesome ranger and it isn't supposed to be about you. But now, it can be. We are asking for it. Yes, we are. And if you're ranger curious and have a story about how a ranger really helped you, you should participate as well. 
how will you be able to do this? With it being easier than editing a podcast or writing it down? We're going to try something new, which is old and now new again. We want you to use that app on your handheld text and email machine that says phone. Phone stands for telephone. And it is an app on your handheld text and email machine. It's a way of communicating your voice to other people over long distances. But don't worry, you will not have to talk to another human being. You just bring up the phone app, it will present you with a rectangle of numbers, and you enter these numbers. 773-775-5943. Once again, that's 773-775-5943. There'll be a ringing sound and a message will play. During that message, we want you to imagine standing around a burn barrel with a lot of other people focused on the conversation. The tri-tip has been cooked and eaten. The drinks haven't flowed too much, and the conversation is about to open up with a great space that will only properly be filled with the story that you want to tell. A beep will be heard, and that is your cue to tell your story. Amazingly, you will get through the whole story without interruption. Woohoo! Kind of hard to get through a story without someone interrupting you and saying something on the fly, right? See, this is going to be cool. When you are done, you can hang up. I mean, push the button with the icon of either a macaroni noodle pointed into the sky like a satellite dish, or the right ear of a Mr. Potato Head toy. It will return your handheld text and email machine into its regular operating mode. If the idea of telling a whole story to a machine isn't your thing, and you'd rather tell the story to a human, you can call the same number, 773-775-5943, and give a brief explanation of the story, and we will look into scheduling a time to get your story later on in a more fancy way. We have no idea if this will be easy or hard, or if the semi-not-as-lovely quality of this particular phone machine, look it up, will be good enough to make anyone want to hear them again. At a minimum, speak up like you're talking to the person across the burn barrel from you. What's up? What's up? If it all goes to goo, we'll transcribe them and put the story on the dim website, which is nearing completion, just like any good playa artwork should. Okay, I'm gonna go first. I have my handheld text and email machine with me. I'm gonna call 773-775-5943. Push the button. Radio check hotline, leave us a message. Hello, I'm Ranger Splinter. I'd like to tell a story of how Ranger Moop Chaser saved the Rangers and the Ranger Data Nerds in lots of trees by not having to do an entire event on paper, by resurrecting the clubhouse database after the tech team migrated it to the playa and in the process shot it in the head with a 45. Oh my. This is my memory and I've researched it. I found that some of my memories and assumptions from the event aren't historically accurately true, but the facts don't actually deter from what I remember. It was event 2018, and as my role as Rock Ranger Operations Center supervisor, I work closely with all the groups setting up Ranger Tech on Playa. One of the things that happens each year is the Ranger Clubhouse, which normally is on the World Wide Web, gets migrated to a server on the Playa so that Ranger Operations can function without access to the Internet because, well, we're in the middle of the desert and stuff happens. One day, pre-event, Ranger Citizen, who makes sure the hardware of computing on Playa is working, 
walks out of the OR, operator's room, with a look of shock and fear. This is not a good look for a tech person on the playa, and I ask him what's going on. He tells me that there was an issue with the migration of the clubhouse, and right now, there might not be one for the event. Knowing my place and lower than the bar technical prowess, this isn't something I want to get myself involved in, but I did peek in and look at the faces of the people who I totally admire hunched around a computer looking quite stressed. Oh, boy. Things don't change for a while, and out of the blue comes a smiling, shyish, burly ranger guy who asks if there's some sort of blah, blah, blah computer issue. We point him into the OR, and in he goes. Lots of other things happen, and I stop paying attention. Eventually, the doors open, and out comes this guy and the rest of the tech team, all in smiles and happy, happy, happy. I ask the head nerd in charge how things are, and I hear everything is fine. Whoopee. The people at the HQ window don't have to fill out index cards about what Radio Ranger is getting. The managers can pass people to Rangers who pass. All is good in the world, and I want to know who that Ranger was. It turns out it was Ranger Mook Chaser, who had overheard there was an issue over the radio while listening to the radio of Ma Bell, his wife, and said, I know that stuff really well. Maybe I can help. He came and helped. And from where I was sitting, he had saved the day. And I remembered him from then on. The next year when I saw him the first time, I ran over and said his name and gave him a big hug. It was a warm welcome. Later on in the event, he and I were doing something together, and he said, Splinter, I don't know how or why you remembered my name, because you deal with everyone. But it felt really good that you remembered who I was. I said, you're the guy that saved the Rangers last year. And he replied, if that's what you want to believe, I'm not going to disagree. It's just nice to be remembered. So I'm remembering him. And it's helpfulness, kindness, childlike honesty, and it's not about me attitude. Thanks for listening to my story. In preparing for this initiative, I investigated my perception of what had happened that day and learned that Moop Chaser hadn't actually saved the day by coming in and hitting the three keystrokes that all the other nerds didn't know. He had been very helpful and charming during a difficult time and had been able to contribute to the resolution. But it wasn't the knight in shining armor thing that I had mistaken it to be. I called up Ma Bells and she said she would appear with hello. me. So hello, everyone. Welcome, Ma Bells. Hi. I told the story about Bucky saving the day when I thought he was riding a shining white horse in uh, shining armor and he saved the day. And uh, I heard from someone else that he was sitting in the operator shack and found out about this problem from there. But you have the story. I do have the story. Um, that particular year was the first year I had an event radio, and he was just sure it was going to ruin our marriage for me to have an event radio. He was just sure that was going to be the end of everything. But it turned out that we would quite regularly just have the event radio on, listening to Control One in the trailer as we were going about our merry way. And uh, he was in taking a shower and heard the radio traffic on Control One and then heard them say, go to admin. And from the bathroom, soaking wet, he yells at me and says, chase them, chase that to admin. And I'm like, this is not, he goes, no, I think I know exactly what's going on. Chase them to admin. So as I'm flipping the radio, he is wrapping himself in the towel, stumbling out to grab my event radio to answer the call for help. <laughs> so... And I just sat there laughing, going, oh, oh, husband, that um, maybe you belong on the tech team. That might be your home. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I heard that part of the story and then I 
remember seeing Young Frankenstein and Tool and Citizen all white face and Safety Phil going the other way out like a shot and it wasn't great and then Moop Chaser Bucky shows up and goes in there and you know 25 minutes later they all come out smiling <laughs> what a genius the best part about that is the white horse that he rode that night was his bicycle and the chain came off of it on the way home but he was still so absolutely tickled that he got to help with something. Absolutely tickled. <laughs> well, that's the kind of guy he was, yep. right? Yeah. He just loved helping. Oh, still one of my favorite memories of cohabitating with another ranger and having an event radio nearby. So excited, just demanding that I chase that. <laughs> Maybe it was matter out of place. <laughs> and he was a moop chaser. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. That's a great story. I love it. And I will always remember it. And thank you for sharing it with me. My pleasure. Moop Chaser having been so happy to have helped. Ma Bells is so happy to have seen him be that happy. My happiness and remembrance of a guy who came in and saved the day. That's the kind of memories we're looking to capture. Thanks, Moop Chaser. Ranger Moop Chaser, a.k.a. Bucky, a.k.a. Matt, very recently passed away. He's survived by his wife, Ranger Ma Bells, a.k.a. Bells, a.k.a. Sarah, whom our hearts go out to. We hope you'll participate in the Moop Chaser Memorial Series and share your Ranger unsung hero story just like I shared mine. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you again for season two, and we'll let you know when the website is ready to go. All the best from the Radio Check crew, which is Splinter, Keeper, Crow, and Slip-On. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again real soon. Radio Check. Radio Check.